seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to another episode of the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy, your host. You have stumbled across my obsession. (laughs) This is my show. This is my space. I welcome you with open arms and I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with the show and everything about awakening. So welcome. And today's episode is number 111. And I'm having a little moment here where... I have listened to podcasts for a few years. I was late on the podcast train, but I've listened for a few years. And every time I see someone's episode 111, I always get a little like inside, right? The little buzz. Cause I love the 111 and the 222. And I remember thinking if I had my own show, I would make episode 111, something really cool, something really intentional or 222. I would really, you know, use that as a platform to do a really cool episode. And, um, now here I am. Guess what? I have my own show and here we are at episode 111. So I had a moment, uh, last week and I asked my guides what I should do on episode 111. And right away I heard signs. (laughs) And as I have hit record, we just hit the 111 time on the recording as well on my recording here. So that's really cool. So today we're talking all about signs and I'm going to talk about what signs actually are, how to use them, how to receive them. And I'm also going to go through signs that you may not know are signs, ways that the universe is speaking to you that you may not be aware of. So I'm really excited for that. But before we dive in, hello, hello, welcome. My name is Talia Joy. I'm the host of the show. I'm a manifestation mentor and an expander here to activate the light in you so that you can step into the life that your soul is calling for. So I teach manifestation, law of attraction, intuitive development, and how to tune into your soul's callings. Because I believe that when we combine those law of attraction, intuition, and soul's callings, we really get to step into the life that we are meant for. And that's where shit opens up. That's where things get to be a lot easier because you're living in alignment with like your energetic code, your blueprint, why you're here. Right. And so that's really what I do is I help people to develop their spiritual gifts, understand what the F law of attraction is and actually how to work it. And then teach you and encourage you and show you the way to tune into your soul so that you can manifest all of the things you want, the material things, but also the state of being, the joy, the happiness, the in so much self-love that you just keep treating yourself better and better and you keep getting happier and happier. And I just hold so much space for your love and success and abundance and expansion. And that's everything that I teach on the show. I have an intention that every single episode, I want to move the needle forward in your life. And I know that this episode is going 
going to help you to tune into signs and deeper communication with the universe. So in addition to being a manifestation mentor, intuitive development teacher, all that fun stuff, I'm also a Canadian and I live on Vancouver Island, which is all the way to the West coast of Canada. (laughs) I have a client Hey, if you're listening, who is um, from the U.S., I have a few clients from the U.S. And every time she's a one-on-one client, so we're exchanging voice memos. That's what in my one-on-one high-level mentorship, we exchange communication Monday through Friday via WhatsApp. But she always jokes and says, like, do you have that in Canada? And a while ago, she sent me a voice memo, like, we're going out for Halloween. Do you have Halloween in Canada? But it was Thanksgiving. Do you have Thanksgiving in Canada? And the other day, she cracked me up so much. She's like, oh, I'm just going through an an interview intersection. She's like, do you have intersections in Canada? It was so funny. So shout out to my hilarious, awesome clients. And yes, we have intersections, Halloween and Thanksgiving in Canada. So (laughs) we don't live in igloos. It's not snowing half the year. Although ironically right now there's snow on the ground. But we, um, yeah, I live on the West Coast Islands, so it's very much, the weather is very much like Vancouver or Seattle, where it's a bit rainier, but it's the Pacific Northwest, and it's a rainforest and old growth forest and oceans and rivers and lakes, and I'm obsessed with this island. If you've never been here, you should, because it's so freaking beautiful, and I've stumbled somehow into my dream home manifested this year, and um, I just love manifestation, love keeping on getting better and better. So I'm married to my soulmate. We've known each other since we were 14. Such a fun story and such a fun person. I just love him so much. I'm also a mom of three and just doing the thing I've been having. I've been in my business for about seven years now and I've pivoted a few times and I keep on getting more intuitive and more woo and more deep and more expansive and more alchemistic. Yeah, I'm going to say it alchemistic. So it's just a lot of fun and I'm so excited that you found the show. I know that this is going to help you in your life. So let's dive into signs. So signs from the universe in general, what are signs from the universe? Some of this is going to sound, you know, pretty basic, but, um, I hope that you appreciate the Talia style and that you understand it even a little bit more. So as a human, we came the way that it occurs to me and what I believe and just see if it resonates with you is that we came into this life and we chose to have a certain experience. So we came here to learn certain things, which is why sometimes people feel like self-love is like the big thing of this lifetime. It's like, if I can just love myself, it feels like the big lesson, or maybe it's trust, or maybe it's forgiveness, or maybe for me, it's transformation and alchemy and light work. Maybe it's all the things. So you came here to experience certain lessons. And so your soul has a general path, but the way that I always see it is nothing is actually fixed. You're not meant to take this job or this job. You're not meant to do this or this because the whole other part of the human journey is that you're here to have free will, to expand, to play, and actually to create what it is you want. So the universe guides and angels sit here going like, you get such a cool experience. We get the, we get to experience manifestation really, because on the other side, everything is instant. Everything is quantum. Everything is psychic. Everything is like right here, right now. Like if I think of someone, they're in front of me. If I think of this, it's there. Also on the other side, they don't have the senses the same way that we do. So tasting and touching and feeling and emotion is a very human thing, the way that we experience it. So 
really, we get to come here and experience. We get this playground of senses and touch and taste and smell. We get to manifest what we want. What we put our focus on expands because we live in an energetic universe that is based in a few different laws, but one of them is law of attraction. So really what we focus on expands, we get to choose what we create, and it's it's meant to be a lot of fun here on earth. And in the same way, we experience heaviness, right? We have dark emotions. We have hurt. We have pain. We have trauma. We have this heavy body that is like, I always say it's like the meat suit that weighs down our soul. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because it is why we're here, right? We're meant to be human, but there are, there is a bigger part of us that is a soul and a soul going through its journey. So I know that this is probably like, what does this have to do with signs? But I'm just kind of setting up the way that I see it. So because we're meant to expand and create and move forward, when we are what people say in alignment, it means that we are, our energy is lined up and in sync with that of source of abundance of blessings. So that's why, again, we say like high vibe is on the vibration scale. If you look up the, um, uh, is it Moore's? I forget. Oh, Hertz, Hertz vibration scale. Um, I think Hertz, that makes sense. Hertz vibration scale. If you just look up vibration scale of emotion, um, you can see that different emotions actually alter our cells. So just to take it back one more step, we are all matter, right? I've explained this in other episodes. I know you've, you know, this, you probably went to grade nine science or grade eight or whatever. We're made up of matter. There's gas and there's, um, solid and there's liquid and the different molecules vibrate at different frequencies. And that's us as well, right? We're made of atoms and molecules. And as we feel certain things, our vibration actually changes. And they study this and measure this with science. And so when we say we're in alignment, it kind of means like, well, it does mean that we are in alignment. Our vibration matches that of what we want that of joy, that of love, that of source. And so being in alignment, things click and things feel good. And I'm doing this and this opportunity came in. It's because we raised our vibration, our body's vibration through our emotions. We raised it to the place where it matches that of what we want, which as I say, is abundance, success, even healing, connection, laughter, love. That's all high vibrational stuff. So we don't become or focus on high vibration just to be spiritual, just to say things like high vibe. (laughs) We do it to be happy, to be aligned with what we want so that we can manifest and can attract more of what we want. So where signs come in is that we are a human living an experience, but we are more soul than we are human. We have an energetic aura. We have past lives. Again, this is all the way that I see it and I know it to be true. See what resonates with you. Cause I'm very aware as I talk about this stuff, it might bump up against your beliefs. So if there's something that doesn't feel right, or you don't believe, just toss it to the side, stay open seeker and just hear what I have to say and see if there's anything here for you that you can take away. So while we are 
living as a human, we are also being guided by the people we've known that have passed away. We have spirit guides. I like to say we have a spirit team and this is different entities, different guides. There's even, you know, your extraterrestrial family, there's your ancestors. There's a whole bunch of different, um, sort sort of points of contact that are supporting you from the other side. And there's also the universe as a whole, meaning the way that life works, gravity, the earth, the tides, the moons, the sort of flow of life. It's less beings and more just like the flow of life that is also supporting us. So where signs come in is that is a way where the spirit world can influence the physical world and guide us along on our path. So the way that I see it is our spirit team is always guiding us and it will align things. It will show you something at the right time. It will play a song for you. Even as far as your spirit team plants ideas in your mind, and this is in a very good way. There's no manipulation. There's no negative. There's no evil. That's not what I'm talking about. It's actually like when you get like, oh, I should reach out to that person. Or I'm just going to go on Expedia and see if there's any deals on travel. And sure enough, there's a deal on a flight to Bali or Japan or the place you've been wanting to go. Whatever it is, you have ideas that are dropped into your mind. Sometimes it's like epiphanies where you'll see something differently or you'll put something together. And often that's actually our spirit team helping us along kind of letting, leading us to the realizations, to the connections that is going to result in the abundance, in the goals and dreams being fulfilled in your purpose being fulfilled, leading you to love and higher states of being, higher states of health and and um, all the things that you are wanting. So the spirit world can guide us and how they guide us, one of the ways is through signs. So I'm just gonna start with the really obvious signs that people know of, and then I'm gonna go into some that you may not know are signs, and you may not know that it's the universe guiding you. So first and foremost, I'll say this and then I can go on with the signs. It's guiding you to your highest outcome. So sometimes there's kind of no guidance, but actually mostly it's yes guidance. It's showing you you're in alignment. It's saying over here this way. It's showing you, you know, your mentors, your books, your, the things that will help you on the path, the points that you need to make. Maybe it's connections you need to make books. You need to be reading or have read teachers you need to study with, clients you're going to connect with, even clothes that make you feel amazing or on sale or, you know, the soulmate, the friends, the support in your life, the dog that's coming your way, the property, the shifts, the aha moments. So when you're being guided just as a whole, you're not just being guided toward that one thing that you want. You're being guided to that and everything that and all of it. So if any of you have spent even five minutes on the show, you may have heard me talk about my Jeep and I'm going to continue talking about it until I have it until I'm driving it. And then I will still talk about my greatest manifestation story. (laughs) Although I have quite a few amazing manifestation stories, but my Jeep I'm being, it's coming into my life and I am ready to receive it. I'm excited for when it pops into my experience. So as I'm going about my day, I'm not just being guided to how the Jeep is going to come. I'm being guided to my highest vibration where I can attract 
all the things. So I'm being guided toward also the state that calls in abundance and healing and forgiveness and higher levels of consciousness and connections and all those things. So as you're seeing signs, first and foremost, because someone sees a sign. So once I tell you what the signs are, the next question is like, well, what does it mean? And that's why I'm sharing all this is when you get signs, it means you're in alignment with your highest path. It's saying this moment right here, you're doing a good job right here, pointing to this moment, green light, you're doing well. It's a good sign. There's also things you can ask for like grandma, show me a butterfly. Or if I meant to take this job, show me an eagle or something like that. And then of course that would be guidance for something very specific. But when you walk around your life and you just generally see signs, like right now I'm in a a patch where the last week I have just been seeing the signs like crazy. And I already see them all the time because I see spirit everywhere and I see heart-shaped little inflections and things and, you know, butterflies and purple triangles and reoccurring numbers. I see all the things, but this last week, it feels like everywhere I turn, including last night, I got up to pee in the night, which I often don't do. And I looked at the clock, it was three, three, three. And that day I had seen threes, license plates, time, you know, little, I'd look at my phone playing a song and it's right at three, three, three. And it just all day was just happening. So that is like, you're in alignment. You're doing a good job. Keep your head up. You know, um, we are here for you. You're not alone. So that is what the signs are guiding you toward and showing you you're really doing a great job. You're really on the right path. So the first thing that I'm going to say is numbers, as I just said, the three, three, three. So this is where, okay. You experience this life as you want to. So sometimes people go, every time I see a five, it reminds me to like keep going and never give up. So you may develop unique relationships with certain numbers. So for me, fours and ones are like that source because I, four has always been my sort of lucky number. I was born November 4th. Shout out to anyone who has the same birthday. I know in a crowd, there's always going to be someone at some point. Um, and so four has always been a number. Also 11 is November, but 11 has just always reminded me of the angels. And as a sort of general rule, ones and 11s are the angel numbers, but you may associate di something different with different numbers. So a lot of people in the beginning of finding signs, they go look it up, right? I see, I've seen sevens everywhere. Google it. And they go, oh, well, I don't really know how that applies to my life. So if you strongly feel guided to look it up, that is also your spirit team saying, look it up. We have a message for you, but I don't believe in constantly looking things up. I actually think that where the spiritual growth happens is when you see these reoccurring numbers and you put your hand on your heart and you ask yourself, what is this telling me? What do you want me to know right now? Or just take it as like a stroke on your head or a pat on your back or like, good job. We see you, we support you. So reoccurring numbers looks like 1111 on the clock, or like I said, license plates that say 333, or when you buy groceries and it's, you know, 2222 or any reoccurring patterns of numbers. I also see 808 all the time. That to me has a significant meaning. I've seen it <laughs> so many times. I see it almost every day. It's crazy. So sometimes you have, you know, number patterns that aren't just 111. It might be 808 or someone... I had a client that was 717. She'd see 717 everywhere. And so if you have a unique 
number that is for you, your guides and angels will give you the numbers that mean a lot to you. So first of all, you don't have to say like, what is my sign? You can actually say universe, show me fours and you'll start to attract more fours into your life. If that's what resonates with you. Otherwise, if you're just open Watch for reoccurring number patterns, watch for the one, one, one and the two, 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 and take it as a general nudge that your guides and angels are with you. You're doing a good job and they're kind of giving you a nod and, and saying, yes, yes, you're doing a great job. So those are numbers. The next sign from the universe is symbols, which is also very similar to numbers. So a lot of people have something that means something like when they see a feather, when they see a butterfly, when they see a spiral, when they see a cheetah, you know, drawn on something or an owl or an eagle, or sometimes it's certain specific symbols like a triangle or something. Um, so symbols are another way that the universe speaks to you and It's what resonates with you. It's going to be a theme in this episode. You are in the driver's seat. So I've always loved eagles also living in the Pacific Northwest. We have them a lot, but every time I see an eagle, it doesn't matter how often I've seen them. I get sort of this energy rush of like, Oh, I just feel blessed to be in the presence of a freaking eagle. It lights me up. So every time I see an eagle, I just go, Hey source, thank you. Because that eagle is source. It's an animal. It's a being of this earth. It be- it's a child of the universe, just like me. And it crossed paths was with it. Sorry. It crossed paths with me to pass on a message. And it's not a mistake that we were in the same place at the same time. So if it gives you a rush, if you're like, Ooh, every time I see this, some people here will say a spirit animal. And I know that people that study like shamanism and different other, um, spirituality paths will talk about spirit animals. And so some people have animals that come into their life and actually animals is a different one. So I won't go too far into it, but they come into their life as a sign. So other symbols could be seeing hearts in things, seeing, um, you know, different, maybe it's like the ankh or the peace symbol or something else that means something to you. This This is also where you can feel free, as I mentioned, to say, okay, grandma, I would love to see you in heart-shaped clouds or in butterflies or something, and then watching for how that comes into your life or just noticing reoccurring symbols in your life that light you up. This is again, the universe saying, yes, dropping clues, dropping breadcrumbs, saying you're doing a great job or giving you a specific message from like a loved one. Also, um, people sometimes it's not a symbol necessarily necessarily, but they want to see like, like, uh, dimes. That's a common one that reminds you of your ancestors. I always get dimes from my grandma. I find them in the weirdest places. So that's another one that shows me that it's my grandma. And that's just something that I have an inner knowing about. So I get clients and they'll say, like when I see, say a dime, for example, like, I don't know what it means, but I keep finding dimes everywhere. And if I just sit there and go, what do you feel like it means? They'll be like, well, my grandma always used to do that. And it's like bingo. So asking yourself, what do I feel like this means? Who is this trying to speak to me? A lot of times dimes are ancestors because that's become like a human understanding. So they just use the roles we set and say, okay, you want dimes? Cause it associates with a loved one. Here's some dimes. It's really, um, they just have fun to connect with us. So the first one was numbers and then symbols. And the next one is synchronicities. So this is where 
this is definitely a sign from the universe pointing to something specific. So I see synchronicities a lot in like themes. So I'll go through weeks where it feels like everyone's talking about like alchemy or releasing or shadow work. I know that's going to resonate with some of you. Everywhere you go, it's shadow work and shadow work. And it's these reoccurring themes. And then someone close to you is like, oh my goodness, the other day I dove into shadow work. And you're like, okay. It's kind of like reoccurring things in life. Other times I see this is where someone, you know, I'll get the same book recommended to me like 17 times in a week or maybe not, but maybe even twice or three times or once, but the title really sticks out. I'm like, huh? And then someone else will be reading it. You know, it's those synchronicities. Maybe you go to the bookstore and it's right there as you walk in. It's like, buy this book. It's like on a sign. You're like, okay, that's literally a sign that says buy this book. (laughs) That is my sign. So it's synchronicities, things that come up and up and up. Sometimes new mentors will come into my life. Um, and you know, I'll see them everywhere and all of a sudden they're on a podcast and then I see them on, you know, um, whatever other things. And I'm like, okay, I need to pay attention to their teachings. That's how Abraham came into my life. I kept hearing about this Abraham and then people would say she, but they'd be saying Abraham. And I'm like, I don't understand. And then Gabby Bernstein was talking about it. And then I got this inner nudge and blah, blah, blah. It went on and on. But Abraham was deeply trying to find me about maybe six or seven years ago. And it really, you know, changed the way that I saw the world and taught law of attraction, which is just so amazing. So looking for synchronicities, looking for reoccurring themes and patterns that come into your life. And this could even be, um, like you say to yourself, so a synchronicity, right? We kind of look at that like a coincidence. So you might be saying to yourself like, Oh man, I really want some new pots and pans. And then within a couple days, maybe your mother-in-law or a friend is like, I'm getting rid of these pots and pans are really nice. Or we have duplicates. It's brand new, barely used. Do you want one? You're like, Whoa, weird. I was just saying that. So that's also how synchronicities come up is like, Whoa, weird. I just asked for that. Or Whoa, weird. I was just talking about that, right? Anytime you want to go like, whoa, weird. (laughs) Often that's a synchronicity or a coincidence. And those things are direct guidance that you need to like read this book or hire this person or study their teachings or watch this movie or do this type of thing, go on this vacation. Maybe, you know, a certain destination like keeps coming up and keeps coming up. It's like, okay, that's more of an active sign, like go here. So this is where we get the leap to, or the nudge to leap and really trust in that the universe is guiding us to read this book or go on this retreat or, you know, phone a friend or hook up with someone, a mentor, a teacher that's really going to help us. And that'll be a synchronicity. They keep coming up. You keep seeing it. And that's definitely a direct sign from the universe. And what happens with this that I think is really cool is the universe is energetic, right? Like spirits and spirit guides, everything's energetic. They're not physical matter but they have to materialize and align things to be presented to us. And I always just take a moment to appreciate that, like how much that takes to materialize and hook me up with someone, you know, mentioning the same book or they mention the same book. I go into a bookstore, it's right there. And so I always got to stop and say like, okay, thank you universe. Like someone over there is going through an extraordinary amount of effort to keep giving this message to me. So I'm going to listen because I'm a seeker and I want to, and I want to advance. So, um, that's, uh, synchronicities. So the next sign, and now, um, so the next sign is animals 
And this is where, as I mentioned, you might feel like you have a spirit animal or certain animals just come into your life over and over and over. This can also be like your own animals that are here to teach you big things. So I had recently um, a cat that passed away and she was 19 and a half and she taught me so much, but especially at the end of her life, when I was really like bracing myself to have to say goodbye, I spent some time with her, like putting my hands on her and just asking like, what do you, what were you here to teach me? And is there anything more I can, you know, learn from you while you're here? And we had this beautiful, like psychic, um, communication or conversation about her teaching me like unconditional love and the ability to love unconditionally day in and day out, no matter what. And it was really beautiful. So animals are a beautiful portal to spirit, giving us messages and giving us guidance. But also, as I mentioned, the reoccurring animals, a lot of people, there's butterflies or there's dragonflies or there's as I mentioned, cheetahs or eagles, or it could be a possum for you. It could be absolutely anything. And look, if you don't have an animal that resonates or that you see, think of the animals that for some reason just really fascinate you. Like I know some people it's like horses just grab their attention and pull them in. My husband is like obsessed with gorillas. He just can learn so much from the gorilla and he's fascinated with them and he calls himself daddy gorilla and we all call him daddy gorilla. And he's just so drawn to them. Um, my daughter for a long time, she was really drawn to like the fox and she's really kind of quick and witty. And it's just really interesting to see. Maybe you're drawn to a certain animal. Maybe you don't realize, but like they're all over your house and you've never even really noticed. So animals are another way that you can learn and receive signs. So with the animals, one place that you can go and look up, and I'll try to remember to put this in the show notes, but it's a website about totem animals. And I think it's like totem dot or totem dash animals.com or something like that. And the totem is more like the shamanic native American indigenous way of looking at animals and what they can teach you. And I always like, if I feel like strongly called to look up an animal, like I can't stop seeing crows or a huge heron, like, you know, flies across and lands right in front of me. And it gives me this like, woo feeling. I will often look that up. I will sit in the moment and go, what can I learn from you? What are you here to teach me? And I'll often receive messages. And then sometimes I'm just nudged to look it up. So I would Google like heron totem animal and see what comes forward, what wisdom the heron is here to teach me. So that's something that you can do to receive signs. So another sign, um, another way that the universe delivers signs is dreams. And this is something a lot of seekers experience, reoccurring dreams, really vivid dreams, or you wake up going like, oh my goodness, I can't go on that trip because in the dream, this and this, that is a sign that is guidance. So sometimes I believe your dreams can be, you know, maybe subconscious junk or nonsense. They don't, I mean, some people think every single dream all the time has deep meaning. I think that it probably is all connected, but I don't know if we're always meant to dissect every little thing. It's kind of one of those things that it's a rabbit hole. You can dissect every little thing if you want. I personally don't. I, I basically just am moved by the dreams that move me. Like when I wake up and I'm like, whoa, or in my mind, I can think of the times I've had reoccurring dreams. I'm like, what was that here to teach me? 
Was that a past life? Was that something I need to learn? So that's a way where they can come to you and give you direct guidance. It can even be about what's going on in your life right now. You can also ask the universe to help you by giving you signs in your dreams. That's another way because in your dream state, your conscious mind is completely resting and it's all about the subconscious and everything kind of going on in there. So it's a time when spirit definitely can reach you. Lots of people teach about astro travel and going to different dimensions and different lifetimes through your dreams. So, I mean, we don't know it all because we're human trying to figure it out, but we do know that the dream state is very close to the spirit world and the veil is very thin and there's a lot of interaction. So just watching for dreams that really hit you, that really, you know, even if they really freak you out or make you sad when you wake up, just like asking once you've calmed down, like, what can I learn from that dream? Why may that be coming into my experience? So the next one is reoccurring experiences. And this is one of the best things that people don't realize is a sign. They just go, I'm just stuck, or I just keep attracting shitty relationships, or I keep you know, being in debt, or I just can't get healthy. And I, my love know what that feels like to all of those things. (laughs) And, and I, I know that when I'm experiencing something over and over and over, it's a sign. And there's something in there that is not true. That is bunging you up (laughs) that is pinching you off and causing resistance. So the best thing you can do is witness these reoccurring patterns. Maybe you constantly have a boss that's really controlling or, you know, mom issues, or you find it hard to trust women or people keep, you know, um, Uh, breaking your trust or like I said, money patterns or whatever, and really asking yourself, what can I learn from this? Where am I where do I need to soften? Where do I need to release? Where do I need to, um, really look at something here? Because it's a sign. The fact that you have reoccurring, you know, an issue, it's a sign. And that's even for myself, I've struggled. I talk about this a little on the show, but I've struggled with basically chronic pain since I was like 12 and it was kind of back pain, but it just can be anywhere in my body. And the fact that there's reoccurring pain all the time, even though I am working on healing it and constantly evolving that journey of loving my body and, you know, breaking free of the identity of being someone in pain. I consistently know that it's showing me something. So I used to just go like, why am I the only one that experiences chronic pain? Which is so not true. And I started realizing that, that so many people experience chronic pain and inflammation and different things. But I turned my focus from that to what is this teaching me? And I realized that it was manifested emotion and it was, you know, feeling unsupported is the energy of back issues and that stemming belief that I had of I'm alone in this. And as I dissolve that belief, my pain gets to also dissolve and I get to break free of the identity of just always being in pain because that's not fun. And any of you that experience pain, you know, it is like the worst thing ever. It's like, it just takes over your vibe and takes over your mind. And and for me, it just has me feel disempowered anyway. So reoccurring patterns and problems are actually a sign of something. It's a sign usually of a wound that needs to be healed. So relationship patterns, um, 
money patterns. It's almost always a wound that needs to be healed or a belief that dramatically needs to be, you know, adjusted and infused with source and flipped around a bit. So reoccurring experiences or patterns is definitely a sign that there's something out of alignment and there's something, it's basically the universe being like, I'm going to keep bringing this to you until you see why I'm bringing it to you, because that's, what's going to lead you to your next level. Who would you become if you extracted the lesson from this reoccurring problem and moved through it, whether that's getting support or giving yourself the gift of meditation and stillness and maybe plant medicine or healing or tapping or whatever you need to do, whatever you're led to do seeker, who would you become as you move through this? Ooh, that's so juicy. I love that question. I've asked that for many years because the first time I stumbled across that question in my mind, it just like shook me. Like who would I become moving through this? And that's something you can ask yourself for reoccurring experiences because there is something there for you. It's a sign. So the next one is an inner voice. And so again, as I mentioned earlier, source speaks to you in your inner voice. Your guides primarily come in and not even primarily your guides come in as well as your intuition, which is like your GPS from the universe and your guides and angels collectively, your intuition is pulling you and you have an inner voice. So this one could resonate with most people, but some people might say, I've never heard a voice. And that just is about your intuitive type. I teach about that in a program, Awakened Intuition, is you have an intuitive type. And so if you may not resonate with voice, but it's that inner nudge, that inner knowing Sometimes if I'm trying to feel into something and I'm like, is this right? I will hear a little like, yes or no, or you're doing a good job. Those are things that my inner voice says. Um, If it's negative, if it's mean, if it's bullying, it's not the inner voice of your guides and angels and source. That's your ego. That's your Debbie Downer inside. (laughs) That's the drill sergeant. And it's not the same as the inner voice of source. Source is always encouraging in love, encouraging you to have faith and to know you're doing a good job and to keep your head up and to rest and to eat well and to let go and to laugh and to create. So your inner voice, those are signs. Those are guidances that that is guidance from the universe, your guides and angels guiding you through that soft, gentle inner knowing, which is your intuition or your inner voice. And sometimes paying attention, you'll get little nudges where like, I'll be sometimes working and I get the nudge to be like, stop for lunch. And I'll kind of realize, oh, I haven't eaten in hours. It's way over past the time for lunch. Thanks universe. And that's a sign for me to take care of myself because I'm desiring higher levels of health and body awareness and self-love and nurturing and all the things. So it's going to tell me time to eat lunch, my love, time to drink water, time to rest, time to meditate. And I have that inner voice guiding me. And that is a sign from the universe that is direct guidance from the universe. So the next one is, um, there's three left. So then, oh, there's two left. Sorry. (laughs) The next one is when something is stuck in your head. 
And this is when, this is so fun. So sometimes you'll get like a phrase stuck in your head or the classic one is a, is a song and you won't even be realizing that over and over and over you're singing. Like I'm a singer. I love, I sing all the time, singing and singing and singing over and over and over. You might have this song stuck in your head, right? And one that I always get stuck in my head is you gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. And I'll just be like humming it. I'm all baby in my car, right? You gotta have the faith, the faith. And sometimes I stop and go, wait a minute, over and over and over and over again. I'm saying you gotta have faith. You gotta have faith. And I'll stop and go, where do I need to have more faith? Where is that maybe the energy that I need to embody to break free of the resistance that is in the way of me and my manifestations? So what is that song trying to tell you about life? And I mean, I can't tell you how many times again, I'll, I'll be doing that. And it's like, let it be is all of a sudden in my head, or there's some Jason Mraz has, I love Jason Mraz and he's got so much wisdom in his songs. And sometimes I'll just pick up on a line and I will just sing it over and over and over. There was a song I was singing the other day and it's a Jason Mraz song. And, um, it says, um, you can turn off the sun, but I'm still gonna shine. And I like over and over, it was like, you can turn off the sun, but I'm still gonna shine, turn off the sun, I'm still gonna shine. And I just stopped and I was like, wait a minute. And to me, I all of a sudden heard like, like, even if things look rough and look dark, I'm still going to shine and you all can turn off the sun. Someone can tell me I'm no good. Someone could, you know, give me negative feedback or not sign up for my thing and I'm still going to shine. So it was such a beautiful reminder, but it came through me singing the same line over and over and over again. So when things are stuck in your head, also this can be like inspirational quotes or sayings like, let it be, it might not be the song, but you just keep hearing, let it be or and so it is that comes into my head a lot where sometimes I'm just walking and I hear like and so it is and so it is and it's like stuck in my head on repeat so sometimes there's quotes or something someone said that really stuck out and it just can't get out of your mind or for any of you musical people or singers like me it'll be like a song on repeat repeat and I want you to hear it and ask like, ooh, is that applicable to me? Is there some wisdom here that I could gain from this? Is there a reason it's stuck in my head, literally playing over and over and over in my mind and in my subconscious? It's so cool. Like what a cool tool, right? To like play something in our mind over and over and over again for us to hopefully get the memo. I just love it. Good one source. Okay. And the last sign from the universe is joy and feeling good. So this is such a sign when you hear something and it feels good. Maybe when you listen to this podcast and something in you expands, maybe when you see a movie or you learn how to like paint something new, or you listen to certain music or someone says like they mention a certain destination and it just makes you feel good. And for lack of better words, it gives you a yes feeling. It gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling or makes you feel feel joyful. This is a sign that this is good for you, that you're in alignment and you can do more of this or like a yes, right? So if somebody says, 
you know, do you want to go to this concert? And maybe it's someone that I don't really want to see. And maybe I don't really want to go out. And maybe it's going to be really crowded and chaotic. And I go like, no, I'm good. That's just, I know that that seems really obvious, but the fact that I don't want to go means it's not in alignment with who I truly am and what I'm manifesting in this world. But if someone says, hey, do you want to go to the Rock and Gem Crystal show? I'm all like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm start the car, I'm in. <laughs> and that sense of joy, or maybe re- recently I had a girls weekend with just a, another beautiful soul friend and we had just like a chill weekend and it brought me so much joy and even thinking about it and planning it and the whole thing was joyful. Whereas there's some weekends, there may be some people that like, Hey, you should come away for the weekend with us. And as you're packing, you're like, no, and you're dreading it. You don't want to go. Those are a GPS signal guiding you. That is the universe guiding you. So joy is a sign that yes, do the thing. And I know that sometimes it's scary because like, even for me, I'm in the personal, obviously development world, spiritual development. I have mentors. I take programs and workshops and all sorts of things. And sometimes like something that happened recently, like in 2021, a bunch of months ago is I signed up for like a high level group. It was a high investment more than I've ever paid on a monthly basis for training and mentorship. But the person had been resonating in my soul. I'd listened to her podcast. It just resonated so deep and I knew I had to work with her. And when she offered this specific offering, I was like, yes, everything in me was filled with joy at the thought of working with her, of being in a group container, of learning the specific things she was teaching in this container. And so that joyful feeling is like, yes, go for it. And yeah, I looked at the price tag and I was like, holy crap, this is a new level. How am I going to afford this? But I just know that because it gave me joy, it's a sign that I need to go forward. Whereas I've done a million times, I've looked at sales pages or, you know, some coach is putting out a thing and I look and I'm like, eh, like I bet it would be cool, but there's no driving joy inside. There's no driving force. So another, you know, way that it can sometimes be a little scary is often when we're led by the universe with these signs, we have no idea actually actually why. And often there's not tests, but opportunities for us to go forward anyway. And that's like huge for manifest manifestation sauce. When I dive in and go, I am filled with joy and yes, it's a big price tag, but I'm worth it. And because it lit me up so much, I know that I'll be able to cover the payments. I know that it's going to expand me into a new level, but sometimes we don't know, no, like in fact, in people going X plus Y equals Z, we have to go on faith and we have to know that that joy is all we need to know that this is for us. And if we stay in that place, of course you'll make the payments or of course it'll be an amazing trip because you were led there with joy. So joy is a huge sign that something is for you. Um, one example is my family and I, we are getting a dog and we've never had a dog. And our, my husband and I both want to give our kids the dog childhood experience. That's in our mind's eye. That's in our vision board that's, you know, a key part of what we want to give our kids. So the other day we were having this chat 
or maybe a few months ago. And my husband's like, I think it's time to get the dog. And I was like, what? First of all, we've got three kids. My youngest little guy is two full business, not an ounce of time to squeeze or energy <laughs> left to squeeze. We give our all to our businesses and our family and to each other and in our life. And it's like putting more into my life feels like the last thing I actually want to do. And I, and I saw him and we were talking and he was filled with so much joy. And then I got this like vision of like a little dog running around and my kids and like Koa, my little boy, like just loving a puppy and you know, all these things. And it just was like, Oh my goodness, that feels so amazing. And then reality comes in. I'm like, well, okay. So there are a lot of money and what do we do and how do we do training? And like, I'm new to this. I've had a cat and I had dogs when I was a kid, but not on my own, not since I've been an adult. Um, and so I was like, I, it just felt like scary and it felt like, do we really want to add more responsibility? responsibility, like more stuff to, you know, when you're out, you can't be out for too long. And obviously we have a big yard, but going for walks and, you know, we're, we're really active, so it'll fit nicely. But there was the like, what? But the thought of it gave me joy first and foremost. And when I'm leading with joy and I'm like, oh my goodness, the kids are going to love it. This is going to be so cool. We do want to give our kids this childhood experience. We realize that like our oldest is 11 and our youngest is two. So this is really the time I want to give Maya, my oldest, a um, dog experience. Not like when she's 18 moving out, like I want to give her the childhood dog and she's already 11. So it's really time to do this. My youngest guy's two. So he's not like a baby baby. And it just feels actually like a good time. And when we thought about it, it was joyful overall, except for the thoughts of like, well, what do I do about this? Well, what about the money? Well, what happens if this? And those are ego limiting thoughts, but the joy is there, the guiding force, not to mention, I'm not going to go into the whole story because I could do an episode about it, but I was out on a walk. And a woman was walking her dog and we just got chatting about the neighborhood. And I was asking her about it because we're fairly new here. And out of nowhere, she goes, my friend's dog is having puppies. Like it actually seemed so random how she said it. And I kind of was like pinged inside with joy. And I was like, whoa, wait what kind of dog? And it started from there. And like, by the end of the conversation, I had a phone number. And then this woman texted me out of nowhere because I gave my number to the woman I met. The dog woman texted me out of nowhere saying, I hear you're interested in a puppy. And it was just like, it came to me. If any of you have read the surrender experiment, oh my goodness, life-changing book by Michael Singer. That was it. It came to us and it feels joyful. So I know that is a sign that now is the time to have our dog. Now, now is the time for our family to expand once again, even though I said no more expansion, <laughs> no more children, no more stuff. I'm, I'm done. I want less responsibility, but no, we're going to have more, but it's a driving force of joy. So I'm genuinely excited. And I'm excited in the fact that I know this feeling when it's like, how is this going to happen? And is this even right? But like, ee, I'm excited. This is expansive. So that is the last sign. Joy. Joy is a sign from the universe inside you. Your emotions are a guiding system. So it's guiding you to your highest outcome through making you feel good. Joy is a magnetic energy. It's a yes energy. It's an expansive energy. So learning to lean in to when something feels joyful. And here's the last thing I'm going to say about this one. 
when you have the joy, you're also going to have the inner dialogue of like, but what if, like I said about the dog, but also this happens where like, Ooh, taking a Pilates class, like that feels joyful. That feels exciting. But what if I can't do the moves and what if I'm bigger than everyone else? And what if everyone can see, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Or what feels joyful, like going away for a weekend by myself and just recalibrating and having baths all day and juicing. And that feels so good and joyful. But what about the money? But what about, is it selfish to be away from the kids? Well, what about asking my husband or him being with the kids alone? Is that bad? And you know, like we talk ourselves down, but the core of it was joy. So if you follow joy, if you follow the breadcrumbs of joy, you will be following signs from the universe to your highest expansion and your highest manifestation, especially when you are looking to call in specific things like my Jeep, it's going to, I'm going to be led there with a trail of joy. One thing like the dog is going to lead to another. And all of a sudden I'm going to be driving it going, how did this happen? But it's because I followed the signs and because I tapped in. So as a quick recap, signs are the universe guiding you and they come through many different things. The first was numbers, reoccurring numbers and patterns of numbers. Number two was symbols and different, you know, signs and symbols that you see that really remind you of something and are reoccurring. The third was synchronicities, watching, you know, the same book title to come up or the same person maybe or destination or whatever synchronicities coming into your life. The fourth was animals, totem animals, reoccurring animals, animals that you're drawn to, really asking what they're here to teach you. Number five was dreams, being led in your dreams, signs, sometimes even those symbols and those animals show up in your dreams. So looking for those to be kind of combined, that definitely is a way that you're guided from the universe. Number six is reoccurring experiences. So the same patterns coming up, whether they are good or bad, those are signs of where there's either resistance or signs that something's really working. Like I'm going to share one little thing. Every time that I invest, I invest in myself, my income expands and generally doubles or more. So every time I invest in myself, I notice I make more money every single time. So even that reoccurring experience, which is good, is a sign that every time you do this, this happens. So doing that is the right thing. Investing in yourself when it's lit by joy, when it feels really good, you will always make more money after when you're led by joy. So even that reoccurring experience is a sign of what I can do more of in my life to be more connected. Number seven was your inner voice, your intuition, your inner guide, that inner nudge, that is the source directly communicating with, with you in your mind, in your consciousness, also just coming through you as the highest self, as the intuition guiding you. Number eight was when things are stuck in your head, like songs stuck in your head, phrases stuck in your head. Even sometimes one word will just come up like expansion was a big one for people last year and it was coming up everywhere or alignment or alchemy or something. But when songs are stuck in your head, repeating lines over and over, take a second to stop and go like, Ooh, what is that? What am I actually saying or singing over and over? And then the last one was joy. Joy is a GPS signal. Follow, if you could do just one thing, following your joy would be following all the signs that the universe is giving you. And along your way, you would see tons of synchronistic events and numbers and animals just because you're following the path of joy. So the reason I put this last is so I could end on it strong and say, as you follow joy, you are following the breadcrumbs that the universe is giving 
giving you. So the type of music that makes you feel joyful, the people that make you feel joyful, is it being on social media or not? Is it watching the news or not? What type of documentaries, what type of experiences make you feel joyful? Who makes you feel joyful? Eating what food makes you feel joyful? What ideas and dreams do you have that make you feel so joyful? That is where to go. That is the path to follow. Those are the biggest signs that the universe is giving you to guide you somewhere better. So I hope that you loved episode 111. It was a sign you were supposed to be here. And I'm so excited that I got to help you today and help you understand signs a little bit more. And if you got value out of this, as always, it would mean so much to me if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. You guys, it goes so far. It's like voting. It's really something you can do that just takes a minute. It's an act of generosity and kindness, which actually also helps you manifest when we give, when we, um, are generous with our love. It helps us manifest, but it really does help the show. It shows me that you want me to continue, want me to continue bringing you this beautiful, free, high level content. And it just fills me with warm fuzzies. So pretty please send me your review or leave me a review on Apple podcast. The link is in the show notes. There's also links down there for some free gifts and how to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram. I am at Talia joy manifestation. And as I said, the links are in the show notes. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in the show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. 